what you used to. Right? This is what you Welcome to the Brown Paper Bag. God dang it, I'm messed up already. This is terrible. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's start this over again. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy, G Frazier, inspires the block. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at that. You know, that same handle as far as the block. Most of y'all already know. And as usually, I'm joined by uh, my, my my feline friend, the cat. Yo, what's going on, man? GPS are lost. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Once again, y'all know how it is, man. It's your boy, Sal G. Uh, yeah, we had a little technical difficulty. I'm on, it was all my fault, so I apologize for coming on late tonight. But uh, we got a good show for y'all, plan for y'all anyway. So, uh, yeah, um, like I said, if you don't already, you can follow me at 50 Shades of Sarge on Twitter, or you can follow me at Solomon at LibreTV.co. Uh, so, man, um, that's the kind of go to little current events, man. Uh, uh, you got you got some news out of Detroit this weekend, man. How you feeling? <laughs> man, I feel hor- I'm hurt, man. I'm hurt. Uh, I'm busted and disgusted and can't be trusted right now, man. That That, that hurt, bro. That's the main reason I was even sticking around with Detroit Lions is because of Matthew Stafford. Now y'all saying y'all want to get rid of him for who? Yeah, like I that's don't... the million dollar question for who? Well, you know that's how it is, man. It's it's gonna kind of get to what we're gonna talk about in a little bit. But sometimes people have the the grass is greener mentality, right? People believe that maybe because Matthew Stafford hasn't won y'all the championship that that means he's not a top quarterback in the league or it's his fault why Detroit's not winning. But, you know, I I don't blame Matthew Stafford. I do blame another guy named Matt, but uh, I don't blame Matt Stafford. I blame Matt Ryan, but I don't blame Matt Stafford, man. Um, Did you get a chance to watch any of the playoffs this weekend? No, I'm going to watch Super Bowl, though. Who who you got, Brady or uh, Mahomes? Man, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I want to go with Brady because – uh, Michigan guy, to me, he the, the the best quarter black to ever play the game of football. Right. But I would like to see Mahomes go back to back. I don't know when the last time that was done. I had to be doing the Dallas years and San Francisco years. Well, or I probably like was Brady. They, they won the back to back. Didn't the Patriots win back to back? Nope. He's never won back to back. He's never won back to back football. Wow. Okay. Nope. Well, um, I mean, the way I look at it is no matter who wins, whether it's Dallas, I'm sorry, not Dallas. You got to think about Dallas. Whether it's Kansas City, or it's the, the Buccaneers, man. Uh, it's a good story. Like you said, you got Pat Mahomes going, or you got Tom Brady at 43 still doing his thing. So, um, yeah, let's um, – anything else interesting happened to you this weekend, man? Me personally? Um, yeah, you personally? Something you saw out there? 
You might have to refresh in my memory, brother. Um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. No, I, was, I, was, I wasn't trying to lead you nowhere. I was just wondering, you know, maybe you might have had another story or something to tell before we get right into this this great topic, man, because I ain't going to lie. I've been listening to this guy all day, man. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 he been, I'm not going to say he's been motivating me, but he, he bring up some good points, man. I think we need to kind of dive deep into it. All right, let's rock out then. Okay, so... Uh, if you looked at the name of the show, the name of the show is tonight is setting realistic expectations when you're dating. And I think a lot of times when you're single, um, especially women, I put women more oftentimes than men because um, I feel like men, right? We kind of, we, we, we'll shoot for the stars. You understand what I'm saying? Like we go shoot our shot, no matter. Even when we know a woman might necessarily be quote unquote out of our league, we still going to try to make it happen. Yeah. But it's almost like, yeah, we just going to shoot our shot just to see, okay, cool. Um, what's going on? What's going to happen? But I feel like this conversation is more about women's expectations when they're dating. And I think we kind of talked about this in some of the earlier shows, but I think that there is a, a, a an extremely unrealistic expectation that women bring into the dating circle. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I do too. I mean, they bring this 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 big ass bucket list or this particular list that that ideal man or Mr. Right has to meet in order to be with her. Mm -hmm. And I think out the gate, that's number one, that's not realistic. Like you're gonna you're never going to find this complete man. He's gonna lack something somewhere that you're not gonna approve of. Mm -hmm. And so like I always uh have this saying, like who like you. You know, right. you don't you don't have to have this fantasy guys if he's going to be genetically made somewhere right and only for you so yeah i do i do i think women just go into it you know each each relationship or looking for a relationship with the with the wrong uh expectations of how it's going to turn out right um i agree with that and another thing i would like to add on to it is that the major problem and like, like i want to talk about this for a second is I think men and women go into dating for different reasons and they have um, different expectations for that. Like, for example, like let's start with men, right? When you were dating someone, now we could say we were, when you were, I mean, you know, you could say like when you were in the quote unquote dating phase or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. What, what would, what would be one of the most important, and this, this is where it kind of differs for you, a quality of a woman, what would be one of the most important qualities that you would look for in a woman? Internally in a woman, uh, just a, an, an intelligence, a, a certain level of intelligence. Like you got to be smart. Okay. So intelligence would, 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 would um, be at the top of your list. Okay. Now let, let's, 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 let's go top three. So give me two more intelligence. What else would be important to you? Intelligence. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. And just one one caveat, real quick. When you say intelligence, does that mean education? No, no, not 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 no formal education. When I say intelligence, meaning that you can be able to hold a conversation, that okay. you can speak from a, a level of intellect and not belief in hyperbole and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. So number two. Number two would be ambition. Okay. Like, you know, it, it, it's nothing more attractive than a woman with an ambition, you know, a, a goal, a dream, you know, that she's shooting for. 
right? And then I'm going to go like a part two of that. When you say ambition, do you mean ambition as far as maybe a career or just does it, is it, is it defined by a career or is it defined by just as long as she has something that she says she's going to do down the line or she plans on doing that she just set a goal? The Tupac standard ambition as a rider. No, <laughs> no. Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> no. Um, when I, what I mean by ambition, I'm talking about added then. I'm, I'm talking about whatever the goal is, shooting for then. It don't necessarily have to be a career, it can be a, a business. You okay. know, um, anything of that nature that she feel like she needs to do to justify her existence, you know, she's at it. She's not going to sit around and just wait for no man to bring it. She's going to go get it herself. Okay, so we got ambition, and, and then so, we had intellect. Okay, yeah. now give me the third one. Uh, being able to cook. Okay, being able to cook. Okay, mm -hmm. so the three things that would be important to you when you were in the dating phase would be someone with some level of intellect, not necessarily education. Uh -huh. um, you said you, you would want her to be able to cook and somebody who is ambitious. Oh, a hustler, okay. yeah. Okay, or a hustler. Okay, so now we're going to flip that, Okay. Now, we're not asking because, like I said, neither one of us are a woman. We're just going to give our opinions about this next point. So I'm, now I'm going to flip it. I'm going to ask you what you perceive a woman's top three. So when you were in the dating phase, what do you think the number one thing that a woman would be concerned about? What was her number one priority as far as the quality would go as far as you were concerned? Uh, security. Security, so finances. All of it. Oh, that's 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 a big bundle. Okay, so when you say security, you're talking about like physical security. You can protect yeah. me, but yeah. also you can provide for me as well. Yep. Okay. Number two. Uh, number two would be uh, fearless, fearless, fearlessness. Okay, so fearlessness. Okay, so yeah. all right. And number three. Uh, number three would be. Um, you know, I, I guess uh, sensual, you know, a guy that can show his emotions a little bit, you know, don't be afraid okay. to, to do that. So a little emotional. Okay. A little Carl Thomas. Okay. A little Carl Thomas or a little, a little Ralph Tresvant. She, did, she didn't man with sensitivity. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so your perception is number one would be security. Uh, number two was, uh, I'm sorry, what did you say again? Uh, fearlessness. Fearlessness. I don't know why I'm having a problem with that. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, fearlessness. And then the third one would be, um, like uh, you said, sen not sensitivity, but sensuality, right? Yeah. So those are the three things that you feel a woman would look for. So if you looked at how we already started it off, you say as a man, you're looking for intellect. You're looking for um, a woman who can I'm cook. And then you're also looking for uh, somebody who has ambition. That's okay, right. so all three of those things, right? Which one of, do you classify any of those? Is any of that material, in your opinion? Um, I think the security can be. No, no, I'm talking about from a man's perspective because you gave me. Um, remember what? Remember what you gave me as a man? You gave me. Um, you want somebody who can cook. You mm -hmm. want somebody who. Uh, is ambitious, and you also want somebody with intellect. Yeah. Of any of those three, are would you consider any of those material? Mm. 
I think the probably the well, not necessarily. Uh, no, I would, if anything, I would say the food because it's, it's the only thing that's tangible, that's physical. Right, right. But I think but, we're more talking about the ability, not necessarily like the actual. You know what I mean? Just having an ability to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then now, if we switch that over to women, right? The number one thing you said was security. Now, is the mm-hmm. aspect of security is material, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then you also said uh, sensuality. Would you consider that material, or you consider nah. more of a character trait? Okay, That's character right. trait. Okay. And then the uh, what was the other one you said? Outside of sensual, uh, t- to have no fear. Yeah, to be fearless. So once again, that's not material, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like this is where I'm going with it. The number one thing, and like I said, my list would be slightly different. Well, it would be different than yours, but I think that the number one thing that women look for, uh, because the number one thing that I, I, I hear is the security thing, right? Money, basically. The protection aspect is a is a part of that when you talk about security, but I don't think I want to say it's not as important in my opinion. I think when women are talking about they want a man for security, I think they're talking about financially because it seems like nowadays be, that is the biggest, in my opinion, hindrance for why a lot of people are single mm-hmm. because, like for example. Um, and I know you, and I, I kind of already know what your answer is, but like I said, for the sake of the show, I'm just going to ask the question. Um, <laughs> would you date a woman <laughs> that makes less money than you? Yeah. How important is a woman's career or job to you in the selection process? It's very minimum, but I mean, you know, I mean, the ideal of me, you know, uh, let's say hypothetically, I went back into the dating phase. This, this dating yeah. world, these would be the expectations, and yeah. so because I would want to do something totally different than what I'm doing now. Okay. You know, so, like my wife, my wife don't work right now, so mm-hmm. she's a you know, at home wife. Yeah, and I think that is representative. Okay, now question. Do you think the majority of men, let's say if we had to set a, let's set it at 60% so we can say the majority of men. Do you Mm -hmm. believe at least 60% of men, that's what they want? What, a woman that's ambitious, smart? No, I'm talking about a woman that that would be what you said, that, you know, stay at home. Nah. They say that. So you believe in the minority. Go ahead. Yeah, I I would say a lot of guys would say that. Okay. Yeah, until you know, financially it becomes a it, it potentially becomes a burden. Okay. Now they want to do something. So I I don't think that like, I mean for me you know I have a my daughter is home so this is one of the reasons why I'm fine with it. Hmm. Uh, so. But then I think that 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 brings up uh, another question because if. The whole point of it is, in my opinion, I believe that men and women, the reason why we have so many issues is because men go in it with different expectations and women go out with different expectations. And then we Mm -hmm. both sometimes get different outcomes. Like, for example, when I dated, your career was the least important thing to me. When I would be talking to a young lady, I want to know who you are. Right. Like (laughs) so many times when I went out on a date. Right. I'd be like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like, what do you like to do or this, this and this? Right. You're trying to you're trying to fill a young lady out. And 
the response that you normally get, it starts with what she does, where she went to school. And it's like, it's, you're giving me like your resume. When I'm not asking for your resume, I'm asking who you are as a person. You understand? What are the things you like to do? You know, oh, I'm hardworking, I'm career or that, that's not telling me who you are as a person. That's telling me like who you could be at the job. That's like resume things. I don't want to know what's on your resume because I mean, yeah, technically I would be getting into a relationship with your resume as well. But it's like, in my opinion, I think so much focus is on the what, right? Women sometimes, or well, I ain't going to say something. I ain't going to sugarcoat this. Women, a lot of the times will put their career front forward and they'll believe that that is going to help them attract some man. But I think it does the opposite because we get this excuse a lot. Um, well, I was too strong of a woman for him, or he couldn't deal with a woman like me, or, you know, he was, uh, intimidated by me. Right. We can hear mm -hmm. these excuses a lot of the time because, well, if I go on a date with you and you say, Oh, I'm a, I'm a brain surgeon. And I, uh, you know, I'm a brain surgeon. I make $750,000 a year. It's like, I'm not intimidated. I just want to know why you gave me all that information. I didn't even know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, Sometimes it's not an intimidation factor. It's like a, a, a to me, it's a reality factor. <laughs> because if you're a brain surgeon, you always make a million dollars a year. And I'm a teacher and I'm making 50 grand. Now we're going to have some sort of issues because are we living based on a $750,000 house? Or is, you know, Dr. Brain Surgeon going to live in my $50,000 a, a year salary house? So I think sometimes... <laughs> Those are some of the issues uh, that we that 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 face a lot of women out there because they're focusing on things that men honestly don't care about. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, I agree. I just, you know, no, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, I don't know, but at the same time, when you said something a minute ago, like okay. um, when a, when a woman introduces herself to you, you know, you say she's presenting the resume. Mm -hmm. I think, my opinion, I think that's a good thing. You do. Yeah, because I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Because I mean, let's take for example, um, uh, a job. Okay. Right. Before they even get to really know who you are as a person, uh -huh. they're basing your qualifications off the resume. Okay. You know, they they're giving you the opportunity to be interviewed based off the resume. So I think that the resume plays a big part, and when you're having a dialogue or a conversation with a woman. I don't think that it's wrong if she throws that out there. You know, let me know what you work with. Okay, now, yeah. I, I think eventually we'll get to that part within, you know, the night of, of having a conversation of who you are really as a person. But yeah, throw that out there. Let me, let me, let me just see what's going on because I'm a guy. We'll dip in a minute if it ain't right. Yeah, but see, I guess like to me, that's just, this is me personally. I don't, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, uh, you know, my way is right or whatever the case may be. I just think that it was for me, it was just off putting. And I'll explain to you why, because doctor, teacher, lawyer, accountant, uh, I work in marketing. I'm a, I work at a law firm, whatever it is that they want to tell me that they did. I still don't have any idea of who you are as a person. I understand you're saying you, you just round in your bases, right? Mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is what you do and who you are, I'm more concerned about who you are versus what you do because 
I don't believe I am my job, right? So some people associate their life with their job. I don't. You understand what I'm saying? So sometimes with somebody, if you if you're leading with career and all these other things, when I'm asking, like you know, you know, oh, um, what type of things do you do? And it's like you kind of loop back around to the beginning to make sure you get your resume points out. I was like, well, that's not what I asked, but I'm glad you told me, you know, where you went to school and what you do, even though I was asked, you know, ask what you do for fun. And it's like, now you're coming around and you, 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 you're throwing some stuff in there I ain't even asked for. So that's my whole thing. I, like I said, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm going to just walk out on a date if she tell me what she does for a living. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is I think there is a lot of focus on the career versus who they are as a person. That that's that's what I'm saying. Okay, I got you. So that was one thing, and like I said, the other thing I want to talk about was um, what I was watching on this show today, and it was very interesting how this guy was kind of breaking these 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 things down. And some people might watch his show, some people might not. But the dude's name, I believe, is Kevin Samuel. Have you ever seen his podcast? No. Okay, yeah. So basically, what he has is he had these women call in, and he basically just it's, breaks it's, them it's, down. It's like I'm living in this bubble, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I was about to say, yeah, you might want to check it out because it's, it's 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 something good. It's not political, but you know, he he he's he's starting to get a little repetitive. I'm not knocking the guy, but you know, how many times can you tell a, a woman she ain't no good? You know what I mean? Like she ain't got no words, pretty much. But basically, what he's saying is he has these these, these kind of sort of philosophies, right? Mm-hmm. He basically said, and I we'll we'll kind of go down a couple of them that he said. Um he was talking about like what he called it was i believe he called it your sexual value okay what is your sexual value so he was talking about women he said is your sexual value higher in your 20s or in your 30s right so then what would your uh, sexual value just basically mean like if you had it to place a number on like i mean it's almost like a ranking system you know what i mean people say <laughs> yeah, like you're one through a or whatever you understand what i'm saying but it's like if somebody had to place a number on your sexual value they would say whatever it is do you think it's higher when you were in your 20s or when you were in your 30s okay right so as a, for as a man do you think a woman would have a higher sexual value in her 20s or in her 30s in her 30s you would say in her 30s why is that because that goes opposite of what he said well the reason why i say that because i think as they get older they slow down right they start okay. to put 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 more morale in front of them than the stuff that you do when you're in your 20s. I mean, he may be thinking about the tightness of it or whatever, right? But well, well when he said, well, hold on, first of all, when he's talking about sexual value, he's not necessarily talking about like intercourse. He's just talking about like which woman would hypothetically be more attracted to you. And then we'll get into the part of what he what type of men these women claim they want to attract. So I, well, I mean, if, if we talk about just okay, well, all right, but um, I guess I don't know. I still stand on that. I think I think in the thirties, okay. I think I think women be they start to grow up still, and you know, their in, in intellect starts to reflect uh, on the physical level, as far as like you know okay. the way that they look and all, all kind of stuff like that. Because in in your twenties, that's all you got is looks. Correct, correct, correct. So he was saying, so then he would say this. Okay, so let's just go. Not all and, women. Let me take that back. Not all women, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's speaking to hypotheticals, but like every woman that came on the show that I've seen so far 
they said they want what they consider a high value man. Okay. Mm -hmm. So based on what he said, he said a high value man is a man that makes at least $10,000 a month for a period of five years. And they live a place like Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Charlotte, basically a place with a lot of, you know, decent amount of black population and uh, a high cost. I mean, a low cost of living. Right. So six figures. Right. So all these women were saying that's what they wanted. So then he broke it down. He said, OK, so first question he would ask would be, would they have kids? Right. So depending on if they had kids, that would kind of sort of change everything. But once again, these are all subjective because the women would have these like expectations like we talked about before. So I'll give you an example. One lady was 37. She was 37 and she had two kids. I'm sorry, she was 39 and she had one kid and she said she wants a high value man. Okay. So we've mm -hmm. already explained what a high value man is. So he was saying that, well, let's break that down. Um, and I'll, I'll just ask if you know, do you know what percentage of men overall make six figures a year? No, I don't. Okay, so I believe it's 10% of all men of all races make six figures a year. And <laughs> when it comes to black men, it's 8% of black men. Okay. okay. Okay, so then he broke it down. He actually went into the numbers of it and everything. And the number basically comes out, because I'm not going to walk through all the math, but the math was basically came out to the high-value men, right, who are single, heterosexual, and black, came out to 181,000 men. Okay. Mm. Now, the number of women who are seeking those quote unquote high value men was 7.5 million. <laughs> it's impossible. Right. So, if you know, and, and the thing about it was, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, they don't believe in interracial dating, they don't believe in dating outside their race. So, if you want a black man and you want a high value black man, then you got to understand it might be 181,000, but that's just a round figure that he just kind of threw out there. It's probably a lot lower than that. Okay. So basically what he was trying to say is what do you bring to the table as a woman to say you deserve, or you need to have a high value man, because it's 7.5 million women going after those same 181,000 black men. So what about, this woman who's 39 years old, one kid, doesn't want any more kids, will she be able to attract the high value man who uh, doesn't have any kids, is single, black, and heterosexual? No. When you say no, no what? No, she don't got a, she don't got a snowball chance in hell. Right. But that's where his show was going because <laughs> the thing about it was he was basically saying, okay, you're 39, one kid, you don't want any kids. A high value man will want a kid, at least one. You mm. understand what I'm saying? So a situation, or just any man, for the most part, period, will want children. But he was basically saying, okay, so once you decided that this high dollar, because it's the first thing, all the women he, he talked to, right, none of them, and it's like they all watched the show, and I was like, somebody's got to be smart enough to not say, just be like, the money ain't important. You understand what I'm saying? Or it ain't mm. that, like, I'll work with it. So it was a situation where every time he asked, you would be like, you know, high value, six figures at least. So he said, okay, so when you say at least six figures, 
you've already cut out nine out of ten black men mm. so 90 percent of the black male population is gone so now you're left with one percent and he said and i haven't even broke it down to who's married um you know who's gay and you know all the rest of the stuff that would go into that eight percent because that's eight percent period mm -hmm. right eight percent includes the married gay straight uh old young whatever all of those same people go into those same categories so he was basically breaking it down like that and a lot of the women they were just basically like keep they, they were holding on to the point of well i'm gonna get my high value man because whatever reason they came up in their head but he was like okay i'm gonna ask you a question what do you bring to the table that you deserve this high quality man and they could never answer the question no and i think that's the part where they miss it because i would i would even ask you right if going ahead like i said once again going back to being single right mm -hmm. if you were single and Let's just say, man, you was in, I don't even say NBA, but let's say, you know, you working on your middle passes media, right? Shout out to that, man. Go over there, read some articles. Your middle passes media was where you wanted to. So let's say you was bringing <laughs> half a million, even though I ain't going to try to lower what you're going to end up making one of these days, but let's say you was making half a million dollars a year. Gotcha. What could a 39-year-old woman with one child who doesn't want another child offer you at that point? I get uh, if anything it'd be partnership. She would have to see my vision and, and want to latch on to it. But would other that than be, that, would that be good enough? Would not knowing you wouldn't have any more children. Could you accept that? I mean, I can accept no more children because I don't want none. So I'm old. I'm be 44 this year. Wait, 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 time, 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 time. I'm talking. Remember, you were single <laughs> and you never so you, I'm talking about you, you you never had kids to begin with. You don't have any kids. Oh no. I said you're single now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Remember, I said. Your middle pass media is where you want to. You're a single man, not not right. single man that you and your wife mess up. I'm talking about we're gonna go into make <laughs> make believe land for a little bit. Hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetical. Yeah. Here we go. So that's why I was saying. So you being one of those 181,000 men who uh that 7.5 million black women say they want, what could a 39-year-old with one child who says she doesn't want any more kids, what could she offer you? nothing absolutely positively nothing and that was the point he was trying to make he was saying because the problem is people don't understand how to realistically set their worth and he said it doesn't mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean that you're not beautiful it doesn't mean like you don't have to feel like bad because of it he was only saying that you have to be realistic and mm -hmm. as a a, a a black woman especially you know, you have to be realistic with your expectations. So if a woman is of a certain age and she's never been married before, she might have some kids and she doesn't want anymore. How does she expect to attract that man with no kids who has that dollar amount that she's looking for? We haven't even got to personal traits, but that was normally the problem. So mm -hmm. what you would get was, and this is a, a lot of the same responses from a lot of women, and I really wish that, you know, the women would be watching so we could get some feedback. But this is my thing. When he would ask him, like, okay, what about the plumber that makes, he's a master plumber. He makes 65 grand a year. Would you be okay with that? And she was like, well, 
you know what well, we can start our own plumbing business together and blah 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 this blah blah and then my guy was like but he was fine being a master plumber before he met you so why does he now all of a sudden need to get another job because he <laughs> feel, or he got to start his own business now which he might not even yeah he might not want to do yeah he's doing okay you gotta go above and beyond you understand what what it is that you're doing you understand because like a lot sometimes women will even be like they'll say i want a guy to make six figures then you'll be like well do you make six figures well no okay okay so then once again why is that a realistic expectation for you yeah that's that's crazy there yeah i i just like i said man I, when i when i was just listening to some of the examples that he was given i just think that that's where a lot of women go wrong and you know sometimes it's not about you messed up or you waited too late but sometimes you know some women do not have realistic expectations and i think that if more women would set realistic expectations while they're dating we could avoid a lot of the kind of sort of issues that we have relationships with each other and especially in the black community it's pretty bad because um i'm gonna ask you do you know what age your grandparents were when they got married Oh, um, I think in their early 20s, if I'm not mistaken, early teens, late teens, early 20s, somewhere around there. Yeah, my grandma was 16 years old. My granddad was 19. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. It was somewhere similar to that. Right. And what we're not, we're not, that's not the norm anymore to get married early. The norm now is to set a career first, right? And <laughs> yeah. then get married once you're quote unquote established, there yeah. is no more. Let's build something together. Let's be air quote broke together. You understand what I'm saying? It's you want a ready made man. You don't want to deal with the dude. Like if a guy's in law school, he ain't cutting it. But when he gets out and starts making a lawyer money, <laughs> yeah. now you want to rock with him. Yeah. You went with me when I was shooting in the gym. That is. But I, I just think, like I said, um, and we're going to go through this some more and i'm gonna try to see if i can get somebody because i want to push this off and we i want to take live calls but like i said once again it's my fault with the uh the thing because i couldn't get it set up on libre and you know was gonna put the number up and all the rest of that stuff but what i would like to see is you know almost do like a diagnosis Mm -hmm. of somebody who is single because i feel like a lot of women because we're on twitter we're on twitter every day and I promise you, every day you see tweets about women complaining. You see tweets about women complaining about the quality of men. And don't get me wrong. I'm not necessarily saying that men have figured it out. But what I am saying is when we start looking at men versus women, you have these women are complaining about the same thing. Right. It's, it's all. I mean, it's basically it's the same thing on time. Like, uh, you know, a good friend of ours is always complaining about how awful how awful men are on her timeline all day. Yeah, but a lot of times it be them, because it be them. But that's like, my point. Well, because you think about it, it's like, it's a lot of women out here married and happy. Yeah, it's a lot. But I don't think, <laughs> so, but it's like, but, so, they're, but they're not, but they're not loud about their happiness. You know what I mean? Like, remember when Naomi was in town and we went to, I don't know if you got there, but did you come in where that couple was still sitting there and it was just quiet? Mm-mm. Were they still sitting there? See, when we came in, it was a couple sitting there, and we got there. T- I, we got there twenty minutes before you did, and I promise you, 
they were both on their phone. They're married now because I saw rings on both of them. So I'm assuming they're married to each other. I don't know if they were skipping out, but they're both married and they're both sitting on their phone. Didn't say a word to each other for 20 minutes. Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand how that works. But then once again, it's like we don't set realistic goals and expectations for ourselves. So when we get into a relationship, you have these un- even unrealistic expectations once you're inside of a relationship. But that's going to be a, a show for another day because, you know, we just want to talk about what you do and that meeting process when you're filling people out before you even get serious. But uh, that's going to be the show tonight, man. Uh, you got any announcements to make? Um, I want to, man, yeah, shout out Hotep Jesus. <laughs> All right. What up, HJ? <laughs> Shout out Hotel Jesus, man. I'm just gonna leave it at that, man. I mean, I, I appreciate the alley oop that he that yeah. he threw me, man. He threw me a nice alley oop, and I and I'm hoping that uh that I sl- that I, I put it in the in, in the, the, the ball in the hole real hard. You know, <laughs> I hope I sha- shack dunked it for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt, no nah, man. I was reading some of the comments, man, and uh, it seemed like everybody was really enjoying what you was talking about, man. So I was, like I said, you know, I gave you the phone call yesterday, man. If you haven't checked out uh, the Corrected Felon podcast from yesterday, talking about criminal justice reform from a first person perspective, uh, really, really great show. Uh, that that show is up at LibreTV.co. Um, I got a little quick announcement. Um, I would like everybody to check out LibreTV.co. I've been. Um, working real hard to get all of our old shows up because like i said you know before youtube murked it uh i wasn't able to get all of our shows i got some of them the ones that we used to do to record the old style with the editing they weren't live so you know you get all the the extras and the the fadeaways and the the the, the, the different stuff kind of sort of how the show used to be before we started doing live so it was very nostalgic watching it but I uploaded like seven videos. You know, what I mean, we got we got. I uploaded a video with Sonny Johnson. We did the Battle of the Sexes with Nikki Johnson and uh, AJ Swenson. We did a uh, uh, bomb uh, young lady, Yannick. Um, yeah, that's a homie. If you do not see your video up there, do not take it personally. Okay, I haven't forgot about you. I'm just working with Periscope because I know somebody was like, "Man, why my video?" I'm like, "Man, I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. It's not. It's nothing personal." If you came in on a live show, then getting the, the video to download from Periscope and all the rest of that stuff is a little bit more difficult. So the ones you saw were the ones that we recorded and I had to go back and edit. And we used to have the live premieres on Monday instead of going live. So we're working on getting all the old shows back up. But, man, if you want to see what the show used to be like or how we used to do things, man, we used to have a blast. Uh, go check out some of the old shows, man. So, like I said, I still got about eight more shows. I got to put up and two purple pill politics left, but uh, yeah, we 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 we're gonna eventually have all of our content up on LibreTV.co. Also, oh. real quick, also to uh, keep in mind that um, other than the the, the comic Kang, right? The comic <laughs> Kang, <laughs> I, I can't pronounce it. Comic Kanye, comic Kanye. Man, just 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 king of comics, man. That's all you gotta do. Okay. <laughs> king of comics. All right. There you go. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> the king of comics. That's right. right. How do you got to? Yeah. All Japanese. right. All right. Um, everything else is on audio format, also, so you can find everything, whether it's the Corrective Felon Podcast, uh, the uh, Purple Peel Politic, or the Brown Paperback Podcast. 
It's on it's on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, whatever one you listen to. It's on, it's on a bunch of more too. Them just the three popular ones, but it's like on Stitcher. It's on quite a few. Whichever one you love to get your uh, audio podcast from, please. The same. It ain't no different than than YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, share, do all those same things to the uh, audio versions. Uh, of, of the podcast that we have so that we can make it to the top with all of it. So that's just it. Yeah. I, like I said, I agree, man. Um, just, just, you know, cause that's the other thing. Like I said, you know, man, we, you know, treat us the exact same way you do with YouTube, treat us the exact same way you do on Twitter. Like we don't, we, we're not asking for special treatment. We just asking for the same, you know, if you like the video that you watch, just go down there and click on that like button. It don't do nothing for us. You understand what I'm saying? It just shows the people that come in. Oh, look, this some people like this video. You know what I mean? You, uh, it, it's the same thing. When you see comments below, oh, there are actually people who come to this site. You understand what I'm saying? Because all of that type of stuff helps us out because it, you know, like I said, it's it's it, it's, it's our platform. So also, too, platform, I would say to Master P just recently said something about, um, uh, Clubhouse, yep. you know, he said that we black people didn't make people billionaires. Yeah, right. Come on now, y'all come to LibreTV.co. Quit playing. <laughs> Quit playing. Yeah. Come on now, that ain't even been around that long. Come on now, let's go. Yeah, and and that's just what I'm saying. I'm not, you know, yeah. If it's, now if it become valued at a billion, I mean that's that's a whole another set of stories. But all I'm saying is. We got this platform over there. Um, we want you to watch the replay over there because once again, we're not we're not asking you to do nothing that you wouldn't normally do anyway. We're just saying instead of watching on Twitter, instead of watching on Periscope, go over there, click the same thing if you want to watch the replay. Because guess what? It helps us out when you watch it on our platform. That's it. You know what I mean? So we're not asking for anything uh too special. But uh we uh we do got some great stuff coming up. Um uh Nikki and AJ uh have asked for a 2.0. So mm. we're gonna give them a live uh, battle of the sexes coming up here. I'm on. We're gonna work with them, and we're gonna try to come up with a Monday that I work for them where they can come on live, and we'll have the battle of the sexes live uh, Wednesday. Purple pill politics. Uh, we will be breaking down uh, Joe Biden's uh, every executive order he did. No hyperbole. We're actually gonna put it up on the screen so you can read it for yourself, and we're gonna break those down Wednesday, uh, Saturday. Excuse me, Kamikage. We're doing uh, WandaVision, <laughs> episode four, and uh, we'll have another corrected felon um, uh, this Sunday as well at 7 p.m. We might be premiering a new show uh, this week. I'm just trying to wait for my boy to finish with my music, and I can get this uh, intro done. So we might be premiering this week, or I'm trying to work with uh, this doctor to see if he's going to be able to come on the show and tell everybody about, uh, you know, how stuff inside the body and other things work so that we are informed on the, all of these things. So that's all I got, man. Um, if that ain't it, man, uh, like I said, I've said my piece, man. You can go ahead and take us on uh, out. All right, real quick, uh, man. Uh, tomorrow will be the one year anniversary of when the world, the world stops spinning. All right. And it's like, we, we, I don't know if we going again, it might be an illusion, but <laughs> it definitely stopped last year on january 26th with the death of kobe uh his daughter gianna 
and uh, everybody else that was on a helicopter crash. So, I mean, it's, it don't even seem like it's been a year, yeah. right? It seemed like it just happened, you know? And so, you know, hey, I just want to send special, you know, prayers and stuff like that into the, to the ethers, you know, for all those that were involved who lost loved ones, uh, you know, for Cole, you know, that was in a helicopter crash. And, you know, it seemed like to me that, that, that still is fresh. It's like a fresh wound. You know, like damn, to see this, 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 you know, one of the best that ever do it. Arguably, uh, uh, what is it? You got one A and one uh, one B. You know, yeah. arguably, and for him to go out like that with his daughter, you know, now we coming around to the one year anniversary of it. Also, too, I would say, you know, everybody show some respect because I know a lot of people gonna get on Twitter and say some dumb shit. Somebody gonna say it. So I'm guaranteeing, especially probably, hopefully y'all don't do it, but somebody white don't lose your job tomorrow, man. Right. <laughs> y'all like, oh, y'all like, oh yeah, talk, oh, talk about why y'all sell oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna bring up Colorado and all the rest of that food like Listen, somebody white before you <laughs> decide to go on Twitter tomorrow and say something stupid about Kobe's death or whatever. Think about it because you will lose your job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's be smart, man. Let's just, man, like I said, man, let's just be smart. Let's just be better, man. It's 2021. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like we we out here doing some things, man. Our circle is doing some big things. And y'all gonna continue to see some big things coming for us, man. But we don't we don't we don't get all this good energy for just continuing to do the same thing to everybody else. We trying to put some positive stuff out there in the air. Because man, like I said, all around you is negativity. No, everybody will turn anything. And it's something negative if you let them. So, like I said, yeah. just try to stay positive out there. And uh, that's all I got, man. Uh, same here, man. I just want to make sure that uh, everybody's rock with us and uh, y'all have a blessed day on purpose. All right. And then, like I always say, man, it's not about where you start. It's about who you finish with. We've been the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. And hopefully, uh, Wednesday, I'll be back on camera in uh, a non-80-degree uh, part of the country because uh, – uh, I don't know uh, what's going on down here in Louisiana, but I left snow to 80-degree uh, weather down here. So, yeah, I ain't used to it. So, anyway, man, y'all be blessed out there, man. <laughs> and uh, we'll see y'all next week.